G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision Christian Radio is all about connecting faith to life. From inspiring stories about the struggles we all face, to helping you understand the issues going on in the world, to clear and understandable Bible teaching, all peppered with great Christian music, the latest news, and even a few laughs along the way. You're about to experience just a small part of what we do. For the full experience, tune into a Vision Christian Radio FM or AM station near you. Listen online at visionradio.org.au or download our free app. On 2020, over the years, I've had a number of conversations with just absolutely wonderful experts on issues in the universe and how we understand the biblical account in Genesis. Well, as we often say, science and God are compatible and faith in the Genesis account of creation continues to hold its own in the debate over origins. Well, there's an interesting story today from scientists looking at time and gravity. Scientists across the world are excited about the prospect that the what they're calling the final piece in the puzzle has emerged from Einstein's theory of general relativity. Well, apparently that piece of the puzzle has fallen into place today. Predictions from Einstein's 1915 theory have apparently been proven by direct experimental evidence. And they are saying, all except one until today, the existence of gravitational waves. And there are scientists who are saying that there is some confirmation of that. So let's get some brief insights into this discovery. Dr. John Hartnett is a physicist and cosmologist with a creationist worldview. He's research fellow at the University of Adelaide and an active speaker with Creation Ministries International. And he's on the line with us. Hello, John. Welcome along to 2020. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. John, are you as excited as other scientists around the world uh, with a new discovery uh, that somehow rather completes Einstein's theory? Oh, yeah, I think it's really great news. I must admit, um, um, I was almost got to the point where I was thinking that they would never detect these things. But um, it's good good news. Yeah, it really is. It validates uh, general relativity as a solid uh theory you know as a th- theory in physics it's it's robust and so what does that say uh, when you're a, when you're a christian you're a believer you're a follower of jesus christ uh, there's all of these overwhelming things that come uh, through the whole education system it seems to be the mainstream media is completely permeated by all sorts of ideas of you know, the evolutionary theory and uh, theories about origins that leave God out of the picture. When you hear of a scientific development like this or discovery or an affirmation, how does that make you feel as a Christian who holds to a creationist worldview? Well, it, it, it tells me this is really a statement about the creation, about the laws of physics that God created, that these laws are, are stationary, they're trustworthy and... Um, Einstein's theory uh, predicted these. As you said, 1916, it was published. Um, back uh, some 40 years ago, Hulson Taylor won the Nobel Prize for, gra- for detection of gravitational radiation 
In other words, they didn't detect the waves, but they saw uh, a pair of uh, neutron stars spinning around each other and measured the loss of energy, which meant that the radiation must be uh, being uh, radiated away somehow. But they still hadn't, that, that didn't detect the actual waves. And this was now the first time that the waves from such type systems have been detected, in this case from two fairly large, well, not supermassive anyway, black holes um, that merged, coalesced, and black holes with about 30 solar masses each coalesced. And now, is, yeah. sorry, you keep going, John. I'm just saying this is a validation of what I would call operational science. Um, some people might say, ah, oh, then oh, you can draw the conclusion, ah, oh, therefore the Big Bang's true. Big Bang theory is just one theory developed from Einstein's general theory of relativity. There are many potential uh, theories that you could get out of Einstein's theory. Um, it's quite a different matter when you talk about the origin of the universe. You know, you talk about the whole universe as a whole. So creationists like myself and Dr. Ross Humphreys have used Einstein's general theory in developing creationist cosmology. So, yeah, this is exciting stuff, you know. It's, it's operational science. Now, I mean, there are great uh, images that you can see online and no doubt there'll be a package that'll be used in new services and things. I'm interested in the terminology you use there, uh, operational science. It seems to me that sometimes uh, science things don't always uh, get very exciting and so there's some uh, level of sensationalism often applied. Uh, is there a sensationalist element of getting the headlines on this particular issue or is it really a big breakthrough? Oh, it is a big breakthrough. I mean, it is a little bit sensational, but, you know, it's kind of deserving. It's, it's definitely deserving. Now, when I say operational science, I, I say this is, this is repeatable. So now that they've detected this one, um, they should be able to detect more. That means the LIGO um, antenna, the, the gravitational wave, uh, they call them telescopes, but it's quite different to a light telescope. Um, they're sensitive enough to detect these type of events. So we could then say, in theory, this is repeatable. So we should see more. Okay, it's repeatable. Does this discovery open up, as some are suggesting, a whole new branch of astronomy that could be introduced? Well, it would seem so, uh, provided the sensitivity is right. I mean, that, uh, uh, that you get enough events in human lifetimes that you can detect them. I sure hope this is not just like a one-off and then have to wait 100,000 years for the next one. <laughs> yeah. But in, in principle, yeah, it is. It opens a new window, a new, a, a new sort of observatory in a sense. Okay, now people talking along the lines of uh, the sensationalist things. Uh, let me get your thoughts here because this is a little on the edge. The idea of Doctor Who uh, travelling in time. Uh, you've got Star Trek, uh, you know, warp speeds and uh, all sorts of things like that that most of us don't understand the science to. And uh, and I suspect you're a little head ahead of us on that. But uh, those sorts of things, uh, is there any element in which... Uh, discoveries like this lead to uh, the idea of warp speed and uh, Star Trek tracking across the universe and uh, Doctor Who travelling so. in time? I, I, I think um, what you would have to do is somehow be able to um, to manipulate gravity. And uh, I think we're, you know, we're, we're, it's, we're way, way away from anything like that, you know. Yes. I, I think I once read uh, Michio Kaku's book, 
where he talked about civilizations that could manipulate gravity. And he talked about at the point where a civilization harnessed the entire energy of their star is when you get to that point, building wormholes and things like this. It's really science fiction. Okay, so we're steering away from science fiction, but this operational science that has confirmed this element of Einstein's theory, uh, what it does is it confirms that there are stability, uh, there are laws at work in the universe. Without those laws, uh, you don't have a universe that's functional. And because you have laws, you must say, where did the laws come from? Absolutely. They come from the Creator. I would point out there is one uh, very nice um, uh, little fact we could tease out of this for from a creationist perspective. Because... We talk about a universe that's very large and and creationists have had this problem. We we pose the idea that everything we see or we we believe everything we see in the universe is real, has real information. So that means all the galaxies we see, they're real. God created them. But they're billions of light years away. So if the Bible is correct and the earth and the universe is only six or so thousand years old, the question is how do we see galaxies so far away so that has become what is called a light travel time problem for creationists and one of the solutions that uh, Barry Satterfield many years ago suggested was the solution was that the speed of light back in the past was very much faster than it is today but this uh, black hole merger occurred about uh, over a billion light years away that means Uh, traveling at constant speed of light that would take light over a billion years to get to Earth. Now, if you assume the solution to that problem was a much faster speed of light in the past, that means the constant C that's used in the calculations to validate this theory, I've seen the theory, I've looked at the curves here on a published paper, and the normal value of the speed of light, the, the value we use today is used in those calculations. So that means the speed of light, back when the gravitational radiation left that system, whenever that was, was the same as it is here in our local environment. So that's solid evidence to me that the speed of light uh, over the that period of the lifetime of the universe anyway has not changed. And uh, therefore there's, there's no possibility you could use the speed of light being much faster in the past to um, to answer that that light travel time problem. Well, there are certainly so many things to talk about, and John would love to lock you in, perhaps in a week or two, or perhaps uh, into March, and get a, a longer segment where we can open up the talkback lines and let I- listeners uh, interact uh, with you on some of these really exciting and interesting issues of cosmology and of physics. Uh, so let's uh, let's agree to set a time in the coming sure. weeks, and we'll we'll set aside a longer time, and we'll be able to open the talkback lines. But John Hartnett, physicist and cosmologist, research fellow at the University of Adelaide, thanks so much for your insights into this breaking news today. Just great to talk to you. Thank you very much. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.